You cannot be because you cannot are. When my wife and I make popcorn, we make a lot of popcorn. I just think manatees are like really chill. She turned on the light and I just have this footlong slim gym <laughs> in bed with me. I haven't touched just the tip of my beard. Sometimes the bathroom is your alone time. Hi everyone and welcome back to another episode of Hildo Spills the Beans. Tonight it's a little bit different. It's in front of a live studio audience. You guys can make noise. We, yeah. All right. Thousands of people have showed up for this. I'm so happy. Uh, so what we normally do is I ask, I ask one person about 10 or 12 questions and tonight I'm going to rotate people. Uh, so my first guest He's returning from Minnetonka, Minnesota, Jason Beale. Uh, Jason, I know I always start the show off with your midnight snack, but I know what yep. your midnight snack is. Yep. Whiskey and Swedish fish. Correct. Yes. So where is your happy place? Like physical place or mental state? It's up or? to you. Oh, okay. Um, happy place, I guess, would be... In the woods, away from technology and people sometimes. Uh, you know, Dave and I work in a business environment, um, and so we're plugged in way more than we'd like to admit in front yeah. of screens and everything. So I like to get out. I like to hunt. I like to get in the woods and just there's something very spiritual about being in the woods as, like, the woods are starting to wake up, even if you're okay. just there just to sit. You hear what sounds like a herd of buffalo running through the leaves, and it's a tiny little squirrel. You know, it's just you, <laughs> yeah. you can like witness and you you just experience all this as kind of things wake up. You know, let's rotate. That's the happy place, man. Yeah, that's good. Everybody should try it sometime. Thank you. Yeah, well, not a problem. Gonna, we're Who's move next? On to somebody else. Yeah, let's find out. Oh, it's another return guest, Kelly. Before we started, I had everyone write on the card their name. Uh, what is their midnight snack? Because I always ask that question. And then what is one item from your bucket list? Kelly. Yes? Tell me about why you would want to climb Mount Doom. <laughs> yes, that was my answer. I don't think it's uh, a surprise to anyone that the Lord of the Rings is... Yeah, well, we talked about it pretty extensively on our, <laughs> on our episode, on which is episode, totally fine. Yeah. I love the Lord of the Rings. It's my favorite book ever, and I'm a huge nerd about it. And yes... It would be very amusing to me to go to New Zealand and climb Mount Doom. Yeah. All right. Cool. Let's go to the question. All right. If you could be any animal, what would you be? Okay. So I recently went to Como Zoo. It's a sad zoo. I think it's kind of sad. I know. I heard you talking on Como. Just, I like Como Zoo. <laughs> I think it's the sad zoo just because... I don't know. Whenever I go there, I just all the animals are kind of like drooping around and just kind of, you know, hanging out. Not, I don't know. Like none well, of them look cages. happy. Yeah. I know. It's it is kind yeah. of sad to me. But anyway, um the one exhibit that I really did like there were the monkeys and I think lemurs are oh, my yeah. favorite cuz they just okay. I don't know. They just kind of jump and fly They're around playful. everywhere and yeah, and they look really cute and you just want to scratch their little heads and so you would say a lemur is your, is your jam? Yes, all that to say. And, and yes, a lemur okay. is my jam. That's good. 
All right, well, I'll, I'll ask you one more because I think right. we have time to ask two questions each. Uh, what is your earliest memory? Ooh, that's a good one. Okay. <laughs> I remember Christmas one year. Uh, our family used to go to my great-grandmother's house, I'm, I think, and it was in her basement or someone's basement. I remember maybe it was a church basement. I'm looking at my mom right now yeah. trying to verify that information. But anyway, I remember um, our, or, you know, my great uncle, Uncle Dick, used to dress up as Santa. And he, I remember specifically seeing him come down the stairs in this big Santa costume. And I remember thinking like, hey, what's the joke? That's my Uncle Dick. Like, <laughs> I remember thinking, you know, hey. Hey, Uncle Dick. You're He's like, Santa? Be quiet. Ho, yeah. ho, ho. <laughs> like, what? Uncle Dick is Santa. Uncle Dick is That's Santa. That's your first memory. Gosh. All right, let's see who the next person is. Rotate. Wendy. Come on up. All right, my question for you. If you had to drop a holiday from the calendar, which one would it be? Oh, Columbus Day. I 100% <coughs> agree with you. That is the holiday I would get rid of. That's a good answer. I approve. Okay, <laughs> I'll ask you another one. Uh, what was your favorite album of your teen years? Oh, boy. Well, unfortunately, my teen years, I did not um, have enough intelligence when it comes to music. <laughs> um, I've I, definitely grown up in my uh, in, in my in the music realm. Uh, oh, okay. A lot more now. Okay. Um, but that was after high school. Okay. Um, hmm. Yeah. <laughs> to make you feel better. My friend and I were just texting today about how much ska we listened to and how much skanking we did. There was a lot of skanking. A lot of skanking. Lanky skanking. So. Well, I'm kind of short, so even if I were to do <laughs> yeah. ska... Yeah. For me, it, it was lanky. Like, yeah. Yes. Um, well, let's see. I'm trying to decide. You know, I think I'm going to have to go with um, Reliant K. Okay. Uh, and let's see which album... <laughs> I'm familiar with their work. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. yes. Um, hmm. I think The Anatomy of the Tongue-in-Cheek. Okay, so is that is that before or after Sadie Hawkins dance? That must, I think that was after. after that was, the, that was, I think We'll go to the, the crowd album. on this one? <laughs> after. Yes. I think it was like the album immediately after Sadie Hawkins dance. Okay. Yes. Yeah. That was a good album. Yes. I remember... What was their first? Marilyn Manson ain't my girlfriend. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. that was a good one. They that were always good, good with rhyming and like oh, yes. uh, clever lyrics. I don't know. I haven't listened to them in years, though. I actually listened to them. Oh, gosh. It must have been just like, like probably a couple months ago. I just got this urge to throw on some Reliant K. Really like, hey. And so yeah, I did. And I was RK. like. All right, I forgot that. Yep, no, I, I yep. Uh, I still actually <laughs> like this. You remember 10 all the lyrics? Later. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, let's go to another person. Thank you. Andrea, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you too, Dave. Okay, I'm going to go with your, with your bucket list item here. Meet a wild manatee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah, so I just think manatees are like really chill. And they hang out in Florida. They're the sea cow. Yeah. And 
My roommate and I from college always said we were mermaids and we just <laughs> wanted to live with a pack of manatees. Like, doesn't that just sound like paradise? Like, chilling all day with manatees in the Florida coast. So, um, that is my bucket list to meet a wild manatee. Okay. Would you want to pet it or just kind of see it from oh, afar? Oh, I'd like want to swim with it if it would okay. let me. Yeah. So, yeah. I'd Put on a mermaid tail and just hop in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that would be my dream yeah. come true. <laughs> That's awesome. That's good. All right, here's a more serious question. Um, which ancestor would you most like to meet? Of my ancestors? Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> well, unfortunately, I don't know much about my family history. I know that my last name is Dutch. Oh, okay. But I don't know anything about my ancestors coming here, nothing. Oh. So about as far as my family history goes is my great-grandparents, and that's all. Okay. Who live in Ohio. Oh, it's all right. It's pretty exciting. <laughs> but they didn't come over. They, they've no, been, they've they've been, been in here. Ohio. Yeah. Okay. So I don't, I don't think I have a very rich family history. Well, thank you. Thanks. This is fun. Mike, come on up. Hey, Mike. Hello. I'm Dave. Nice to meet you, Dave. This is a podcast called Hello Spills the Beans. All right. <laughs> Giddy up. Yeah. Why don't you tell me a little bit about your midnight snack? Because I, that is one of my passions. Okay. I'm going to so tell you that. I would say, I would say it, it's probably not a midnight snack because we're, we're always in bed by 10.30. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. yeah, me too. Midnight <laughs> is never really midnight for me. <laughs> but it's, Late it's, um, it's popcorn. Okay. And specifically, we use the Whirly Pop. Oh. You got to use the Whirly Pop. Okay. Not the Jiffy Pop. Right, or right, right. Anything like that. Do you season it with anything? Just butter and salt. That's okay. it. Yep. Coarse ground sea salt. All right. I'm going to admit something to you that I don't tell a whole lot of people. When my wife and I make popcorn, we make a lot of popcorn. And we eat a lot of popcorn. Like, How much is a lot? It's, it's like two big bowls of popcorn. Okay. Yeah, okay. we're both a little ashamed, but we just don't talk about it afterwards. And we just... So, that's I, it. I, I think, the, actually, one of my favorite things about popcorn, and my wife will admit this is that I get to feed it to my dog. And <laughs> okay. I, find, I find the fact that when she catches it out of midair and she crunches it, it's one of the funniest noises to me ever. Oh, that's a good thought. so she I ends up that. getting like a quarter of the bowl of popcorn because <laughs> I end up throwing it all over but the... But then she won't leave you alone, will she? Well, she's pretty good. She doesn't beg for oh, it. Oh, okay. And my if we tell her not totally to beg, begs. she... She turns her head away. Like what, kind of, what kind of dog do you have so I can get a picture in my mind? We actually don't fully know, but oh, okay. Uh, everybody says that she has a lot of pit in her. Oh, and we think that she's a terrier pit mix. Okay, so she's got the got the floppy ears. Yeah, really, but like short legs, about 40, 40 pounds or so. Oh, it's a pretty, pretty cute thick, dog. Pretty yeah. thick dog. <laughs> She's, she's not thick. Well, no. <laughs> well, I, I was picturing, I, I don't mean like fat. I just, I, I was picturing like, I'm thinking oh, like, I got a backpedal here. Yeah. I'm picturing a smaller dog. Yeah, yeah. So, because I, I have a smaller dog, but she's mostly first, so she weighs like 25 pounds. So, when I think about going to pick, pick up a 40 pound dog, I'm like, oh, that's kind of Yeah. She's not a pug or anything like that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Or a bulldog. Yeah. All right, sorry. I didn't mean to offend no you problem. your dog. No problem. None taken. Actually, that is my, the sound of her crunching the popcorn is actually my ringer 
on my phone. <laughs> okay. So when people call me, that's what I get to hear. Okay, afterwards I want to hear this. <laughs> okay, I'm going to jump to your bucket list question, and then we'll, I'm going to oh, okay. wrangle a little bit. Okay. What is one item from your bucket list? I can see it now, but why don't you tell the crowd? Well, the crowd. I'm actually in... <laughs> I'm into this show right now called American Ninja Warrior. Yeah. I don't know if anybody's ever seen it. Well, it's on every week, and I, and I try and catch it on Sunday nights, at least for a little while. Yeah. But I think that that would actually be one of the coolest things, to actually like go and compete. Yeah. And I mean, you'd probably fall off you know, in the first couple obstacles or you know, whatever, but yeah. I just think it'd be great. So do you do any like training like that? Or no, okay, no, right. not yet. <laughs> See, it's on the bucket yeah. list for a yeah, reason. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You got time. It's a bucket list item. Yeah, yeah, it's on the bucket list. I would be so bad. I can't even do a pull up. <laughs> right now, I might be in that same boat. But hey, you know, it's it's a bucket list for a reason. Some might say it's because of the popcorn. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah it yeah. could be. Well, my dog gets a quarter of it, so. <laughs> Okay, did you find the ringtone? Can I you, did. Can you play it by the mic? <laughs> so does it just repeat, like, over and over? <laughs> like, I got a phone call. What's your dog's name? Her name's Lola. Lola. Lola munched on the popcorn. That's amazing. Thanks, Mike. Brian. Come on up. I'm gonna Hi, follow Brian. your beard advice. <laughs> yeah, just <laughs> touch the tip. Yep, just a little bit of the beard right there. Right, let's talk about your midnight snack. It says whatever I find first. <laughs> so, so what was the first thing you found last time you ate a midnight snack? Oh, that's a good question. I'm. We're all making the assumption that it's an edible thing that you find. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yes, all it's right. edible. Okay. Um, well, I run every day. And okay. especially in summer. Yeah. I never want to run when I get off of work at like five o'clock. No. And so I'm always like, oh, I'll wait until later. And then it comes like eleven o'clock at night. And I'm like, okay, I gotta go. Oh, so you go running like like oh, yeah. eleven at night? I'll go because I run every single day. Okay. And so some days I'll just wait until eleven thirty and then oh, man. run a mile, mile and a half, then run after midnight for the next day. <laughs> and so usually whenever I get done, then like shower but then i don't want to fall asleep until like 1 30 or 2 o'clock you got the endorphins going through right right yeah and so sometimes i'll be like oh this is lay in bed until i fall asleep but then like you start coming down and settling down then you're like well i'm kind of hungry yeah it's been hours since i've ate and i just ran i was like i don't want to do anything so usually i don't even turn the lights on i'll just wander into the kitchen <laughs> and i just know where all the doors are and everything it's kind of like open it up be like kind of blindly reach in be like oh this works I'll go with this. <laughs> okay. So I just kind of, I don't really have a go-to. It's just kind of whatever okay. I have on hand. I'm telling you a lot of personal things here, but one, and about weird eating things too. <laughs> but uh, one time for Christmas, my friend gave me like this foot-long slit, like spicy Slim Jim, and I kept it forever. Um, I actually kept it in my nightstand. <laughs> so it was when my, we were first married, but I waited till my wife, like we turned off the lights, we we're going to sleep. And I just opened up the Slim Jim. And I started eating. She's like, what are you doing? And she turned on the light, and I just had this foot-long Slim Jim in bed with me. <laughs> like, leave me alone. I'm eating my Slim Jim. So let's get to your question. Um, Ryan, 
Okay, this one is a little bit more serious too. When was the last time you were truly afraid? There are a lot of things in hindsight that I was like, I should have been a lot more afraid okay. in the moment. Yeah. But <clears throat> I'm like in the moment, I'm never really like, I don't really get scared okay. that easily. I mean, there are dumb things I've done in my life. Let's, let's go through a couple. We've got time. <laughs> All right. We've got a captive audience here. Yeah, well, I mean, the first one that pops in my head, actually, I told a couple of stories last night to a couple of people. I was a freshman in college, like, just outside of Chicago. It was, like, end of January, and there was this concert I wanted to go to, like, in downtown Chicago. I was going to go with a friend, but it snowed all day, and he bailed on me last minute. Uh, what was the concert? I know Emery was playing. I can't oh, okay. remember who else. So I was like, fan. I really want to go. So I was like, you know what? I'm doing it. I'm going to go. So I hop on the train. <laughs> Chicago, like, super late at night. And it just, yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's, like, end of January, so it's, like... Okay. 20 degrees and windy. Yeah. And I didn't want to wear a coat because I was like, well, I'll just get hot inside. Yeah. So I'm in like jeans and a sweatshirt. And at the time I looked at the map and I was like, oh, it's not that far away. <laughs> but those were city blocks. Yeah. And so I was like, it was five and a half miles one oh way. Gosh. And so. And you, how much of that did you walk? Did you... The entire way. Oh I mean, God. so I, I took the train from the suburbs into the city and then walked five and a half miles. Through a really bad part of town, like through Wrigleyville. Uh, I don't know Chicago well enough, but it's not a good Ooh. part of town. And yeah, and I mean snow-covered sidewalks. So every step I took, like my foot slipped halfway back. And so I get there, and I didn't even have a ticket. I didn't have a ticket <laughs> in advance. I was like, I'll get one at the door. And so thankfully they had tickets, but I was so cold that it took like all of my effort just to close my hand oh. around the money in my pocket, get inside, like see people I go to school with, like their college doesn't even dawn on me. Oh, I should ask them for a ride back. Oh. And so then I'm like, well, I made it one way so I can just walk back. And I actually, I bought two shirts at the concert and I stuffed <laughs> one <laughs> down each arm. So I had a little more insulation. Yeah. And so I start walking. I'm in like half an hour and I'm like, yeah, I know where I'm going. I got this. Well, and I get to an intersection, and I'm like, nope, nope, I'm lost. I don't know where I am. I'm like, all right, I just got to turn around. And so I finally get back into downtown Chicago, make it there 10 minutes before the last train leaves. It's so like the last train left at like 1240 in the morning. The next one was like 6 a.m. Yeah, you so if I missed that, I would yeah, I would have been stuck in Chicago. But I had to get off like halfway. And so I'm like, I get on, I'm the only person in this entire car, and I'm like, I'm going to fall asleep, and I'm going to wake up at the end, and then how am I going to get back to campus? But then these two drunk guys get on the train, and of course, entire train. Sit like right next to you. They sit directly behind me. (laughs) And then they proceed to have an argument about their DJing business, about how one isn't pulling their weight, and just... Things aren't working out, and like they try to pull me into this conversation. Like one's like, "This guy, he knows what I mean. Like he's on my side." And I'm just like sitting there, like listening, but I'm like, "Don't acknowledge this. Don't like, don't me. move. Like I I'm not getting in the middle of this drunken argument." Do you guys want an Emory T-shirt? <laughs> <laughs> and just like some of the stuff they were saying, I was like, "What? Like that makes no sense." But the other would be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, that makes sense." Like one guy was like, "You cannot be because you cannot are." <laughs> And I was like, oh, yeah. And I was like, what? Like, hold on. That doesn't even make sense. 
But so, I mean, they got off at the stop right before me. So I was like, all right, perfect. Like, they kept me awake and entertained. But yeah. I still had to walk, like, 40 minutes to get back. Oh, my god! And it's like, oh, Brian, you're still alive. <laughs> and I found out, like, a week later, like, a couple of days later, that someone had been shot like, uh. in the area I walked. And I was like, told people, I was like, yes, I know it was a dumb, dumb decision, but I'm alive. Yeah, so, yeah, you made it. Yeah, I still haven't actually told my parents this story. Because <laughs> they lived in Chicago for years, and I didn't want them to be scared yeah or like worried oh for me gosh. so yeah oh, oh i guess i guess my sister told that oh story, so. brian's sister told his parents thanks sis <laughs> surprise well they're obviously they didn't say anything to you about it so right i mean that yeah was... i know the beans are all over the place in here <laughs> somebody get a broom well yeah i guess that's good to know that they know, and they they still trust me. So. <laughs> yeah. They can listen to this episode at right. hil.do. Yeah. That's good. Okay, before you go, um, your bucket list items. You say you want to visit all seven continents. Correct. Have you visited any yet? I mean, obviously. Well, <laughs> any others than where you currently live? Uh, yes, I've actually been to five. I'm okay. just missing Australia and Antarctica. Oh, whoa. So, yeah, I've done a lot of, like, mission trips. Okay. And, like, study abroad trips. Yeah. And so I think I've been to 10 different countries. So I've been to Asia, uh-huh. but it was Turkey. So I, it's not like, that's like me, too. I've been to Russia, and it's, like, technically Asia. But. Right. It's not like what people think of Asia. I still right. want to go someday to, like, the Far East. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I've only barely dabbled into Asia. Okay. Like, well, that, the other story I was going to tell you was actually in Istanbul. Okay. And Tell it. So it was two years ago, and I didn't have a working cell phone, so like I don't want to bring my phone. I just had a phone that had music on. We're at the end of the trip, and we go like visit the Hagia Sophia and the Blue Mosque, and there's like a courtyard in the middle, and it's just beautiful. Like people are selling stuff, and like the rest of our group like got there, looked at it, like okay, that's good, let's go. I was like, whoa, wait, I kind of want to take this in. Yeah, like sit here for a minute. And so I asked one of the leaders, like, hey, like is it cool if I just, like, hang out here by myself and then I'll walk back to the hotel? Like, I'm good. I know where I'm going. And for some reason, he was like, oh, yeah, sure. <laughs> How old were you? Um, I would have been 24. Okay. But I had no no knowledge of the language. Sure. I had no working cell phone. So if I would have gotten lost or something would have happened, like, who knows what would happen to me. Yeah. Um, so I just, like, hang out there. He's like, how long are you going to be? I'll be like, oh, like 10, 15 minutes. I won't be that long. And we had a running joke of, like, don't get into a car with a stranger. Like, the guy who, like, led the trip had gotten kidnapped, like, oh. when he first went to Istanbul. Oh but he was like, I'm not telling you the story till the end. Yeah. So I don't want to, like, scare you. Yeah. And somehow he still was like, oh, sure, you can walk around. Wow. This city of 17 million by yourself. Wow. So take it in. I'm like, all right, I'm ready to head back. So I start walking, and this car pulls up next to me, and this guy just starts talking to me in Turkish. And I'm so flustered, I just look at him and just go, English. <laughs> like, I don't know. And he was like, oh, sorry, sorry, your face, it looks Turkish. Okay. He's like, where are you from? And usually you go, I'm from America. Where in America? Minnesota. And people would be really confused. Yeah. They'd either ask you, like, New Jersey or California. Sure. So I do, like, a virtual, like, air map, like, <laughs> New Jersey, California, Minnesota. And I put, like, Canada. And be like, oh, okay. <laughs> 
So this time I was like, I'm just going to skip it. I'm like, from Minnesota. He goes, oh, Venezuela, very beautiful place. I've been there before. I'm like, no, no, Minnesota. He goes, oh, Venezuela. I'm like, no, no, I'm from America. I live in Minnesota. He goes, oh, so you're from Venezuela, but now you live in America. <laughs> yeah. At this point, I was like, sure. Like, not true. He can go back and tell his friends he met a Venezuelan who lives in America who looks like he's Turkish, and it's not going to be true. I was like, sure, we're just going to go with it. And this whole time, I'm just slowly walking still, and he's still just like just slowly. just going to follow you with the car? Yeah. And so he starts asking me, like, oh, my English is pretty good, right? I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, but your English is good. <laughs> and he's like, oh, where are you going? Like, I'll give you a ride. I'm like, oh, no, I'm okay. Like, oh, I'll be fine. I'll walk. He's like, you sure? It's like, oh, yeah, no, no, I'm fine. And eventually he just, like, drives off and leaves. And I just walk a little farther, and there's, like, the rest of the group. So they've been, like, window shopping. Uh, like, you'll never guess what just happened to me, guys. I was like, <laughs> I could have been kidnapped in Turkey, and who knows if I'd be here today. Like, I'm not scared. <laughs> I was fine. In hindsight, I was like, I should not have done that. <laughs> Nor should I have been allowed to do that. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, well, thank you for the stories. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to go to the next person. All right. Yeah, thanks, Brian. Kelly. And not the Kelly that I already had up here. Another Kelly. Oh, which happens to be Brian's sister. I know that now. Yes, yes. I may be the sister who tells the stories. <laughs> I think he called me after that, actually, like a day or two later. And he's like, guess what just happened to me? And I was like, I have to call mom and dad. <laughs> So wait, 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 let's get this out. How long have they known? Oh, I don't know. Uh, you know, that was like eight years, nine years, nine years. You know? So they've known since, since it pretty much happened. Right, right. As a college senior and as the older <laughs> sister, so older I just, you know, okay. really needed to inform them. I think I left out some of those details, though, because we used to live in Chicago. Oh. Or my dad, like, knows Chicago really well, and so he would have been really upset if he found out where oh, Brian okay. was walking. So, you know, sister version. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, my question for you. What is the worst gift you have ever received or given? Ooh, this feels weighty because I have a brother and a husband in the audience right now. Gosh, okay. If you, I have to think if you, back, do, if you like, don't feel comfortable. Yeah, I know. Like, we don't what have... did they give me last year? Don't say that. Uh, worst <laughs> That's I had my brother-in-law on the show, and he just threw his wife right under the bus. <laughs> my sister is. Yeah, I've never gotten, like, you know, what, what do wives always say? You got me a vacuum or, you know, whatever. Actually, that'd be kind of nice. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, okay, you're married to Mike. This is all coming yeah. together now. All right. Yeah, yeah, the popcorn eater. Yeah. That's us. Oh. So maybe... With Lola. Yeah, with Lola. Um, she Cute. was the best gift, gift we ever got. She was our get-out-of-debt dog. Oh. So the minute we paid off some debt, we got a dog. Cool. And then she put us into debt. She was she had a little bit of anxiety and kind of tore up our Oh, house. really? Oh, yeah. no. <laughs> yeah. That backfired. Um, let's see. Worst gift I ever received. Or given. So if you don't want to. Or, or given. I should probably go with. Or you can do both. I know. It's pretty humble here. Um, I remember the bet, one of the best gifts I got. Okay. Go for and it. it. Let's this, go that route. Well, actually, he was like the best story we ever got. So speaking of my brother, Brian, uh -huh. I've uh, met him. I was three when he was born. 
Okay. So we're taking you back. Brian had jaundice when he was born, and so oh. he was he came home in a box, and it was the best thing ever. He was in this box <laughs> of lights, and I got to go oh, to preschool. Oh, what's one? Because they because it's yeah, yeah. a special For their light. Skin. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I got to go to school and say, I have a brother and he lives in a box. <laughs> and it was awesome because, like, you know, if he ever cried, well, he was in the box, so you yeah. didn't take care of it. Eventually, uh, you know, his jaundice got healed or whatever, and he, like, came to live with the rest of the family <laughs> upstairs. <laughs> and I was upstairs? Like, oh. Wait, wait, wait. So he yeah. was in the basement in a box <laughs> by himself under these lights? You know, split Getting his level. Billy Rubens back up? Hey, yeah. we lived in Chicago. Oh, so. okay, right. <laughs> My mom had this saying about like going to stores. I don't know if this is just like a mom thing, and like taking forever and looking up every aisle. So there was the, the infamous Kmart incident of like 1995. My mom has been in Kmart for an hour, and my sister and I are like, "Mom, let's go home." You know, we looked at all the Cabbage Patch dolls, like. Yeah. You know, I don't remember. I think the Beanie Babies were in, you know, seeing all the Beanie Babies we wanted to see. We were ready to go. Well, mom would not move out of the hardware aisle. So <laughs> my sister and I are like, well, let's just take things into our own hands. You know, like, let's create a little bit of fun. Brian, come over here. So we're by these, like, industrial strength pliers. And we're like, hey, what would happen if, like, we plugged someone's nose with this? Like, (laughs) Brian, come here. This is going to be really fun. Like, come over. So we made Brian come over. And then it took both of us, my sister and I, to, like, open these pliers with our hands. And then we put it right on Brian's (laughs) nose and shut it. And then the moment we shut it, Brian goes, ah! And mom comes running, takes the pliers off, and says, we're leaving. And it was like, awesome, like it worked. It worked. Yes. So, you know, to this day, I haven't ever asked Brian if he has, like, problems with smelling. I was say, can't <laughs> smell out of his left yeah. nostril now. Yeah. Just the right one. Okay, I think that's all I have. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Okay, we've got one more person. Alex. Come on down. I feel like the price is right announcer. Come on down. <laughs> the first one is... Do you have any rituals or habits? Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> I should wear that differently. Tell me about your rituals and Only habits. Only one. No, I'm just joking. My roommates always make fun of me for this. So first of all, background. I have had the craziest roommates. Okay. Like just weird situations of like dramatic. Just ongoing? So you switch yes. a place? New no, roommate, like crazy. same place, okay. but like they've just filtered through, oh, okay. and it's a different kind of crazy every time. Okay, so it's actually really set me up to be able to like deal with a lot of things because most things seem normal in comparison. <laughs> um, but so not knowing kind of like what I was gonna walk into when I was going home, I just sit in my car for like I don't know, like twenty minutes, half an hour. And then that turned to like hours. So sometimes I will not realize how long that I'm just like sitting out there. I'll start reading. Okay. And I'm like, wow, it's been seven and a half hours. <laughs> it's actually two o'clock in the morning. I should probably go to bed. Wait, have you, have you been in your car that long before? Uh, multiple times. <laughs> okay. All right. Like not just once. There's no judgment. I'm just like, wow. 
Yeah, that is fast. Yeah, yeah. My roommates yeah, will really come, come out up. and they'll go somewhere. They'll be like, hey, Alex, we'll come back. They're like, hey, Alex, <laughs> like, what's up? How's it going? They come back all like spray painted with sparkles all over. They're like, yeah. you're weird. I'm, yeah. That's why I'm in my car. Yeah, well, I just like do stuff that I would do in my room just sitting in my car. Um, but I, it actually is interesting because I, I live in South Minneapolis. So there's a lot of like different communities there. So sure. I've seen a lot of interesting things happening on the street I bet. at various points in the day and nighttime. Okay. So it's, actually, it's been a good one. <laughs> there is a man who dresses up as um, Captain Jack Sparrow from Pirates the, of the Pirates of the Caribbean movies. Okay. Yes. And he like totally rocks it. And I've seen him like three times. Is this like a job or I don't I have no it? clue. I've never actually talked to him. Is he your roommate? He's always no. <laughs> okay. Right. That would be like a good crazy. I could deal with that. Yeah. Um, or maybe like normal. I don't have know. A conversation about but like, he's always actually like walking that? on the opposite side of the street, so I've never gotten to talk to oh, him. Oh, okay. I know. There was uh, so when my wife and I were first married, we lived in uptown and I would catch the bus from uptown to go downtown. And one time I heard this terrible screeching noise like from blocks away and it was just Wee! like and i was what is going on and i see this car coming down super slow with this huge white billow of smoke coming out of the back of the car his back right tire was locked up and he was just committed to driving that car anyway so he was just dragging the right tire along the ground Drove right past me as I waited for the bus and just kept going to work. <laughs> and I was just, so that's my that's my uptown experience. Sorry. Do you have any other strange things that you saw sitting in your car? I mean, like, Captain I Jack mean, Sparrow is pretty good. So many things. <laughs> well, once I saw a pack of like five deer cross. The South Minneapolis road. That's what I said. Yeah, I was actually on the phone, um, and I'm talking. We're just chit chatting, and I look over and I see movement. I'm like, "What's that?" And I'm like, "Whoa, it's a deer!" Like I've never seen a deer over in our area. Yeah. And then four more deer come, and everybody, the drivers are so confused because they're like, "This is the city. What's a deer?" And <laughs> <laughs> What's a deer? It was kind of awesome, yeah. And people already don't know how to drive on my street. Yeah, <laughs> just an example. Okay, my last question for the night. Some people wrote questions on the back of the cart, so I'll answer a couple of those. But this is the last one. What is the best advice you have ever received? Okay, so the best advice I've ever received. This lady who gave it to me is kind of like a second mom to me. She was one of my teachers in high school. And with that, like a teacher of like five of my classes, the advisor for half of the extracurriculars with, that I was in. Wow. And she was also the dean of the camp that I started going to, which I'm now a counselor at. Oh, okay. And so I remember it was the summer after I had really like taken my leap of faith, so to say. Mm -hmm. So I was like, yeah, Jesus is cool. I'm so into this. Because, like, I'm legit now or whatever. <laughs> yeah. And I, we were talking afterwards, and I was just like, you know, this is all kind of new to me. I've kind of, like, kept my life compartmentalized. Like, I don't really know how to, like, blend it together. And she looked at me, and she said, just say yes 
to like what God wants. Just say yes. And like the rest will fall into place. Hmm. And I was like, that's so simple, but that's not really an answer. <laughs> Just say yes. Like literally say yes. Or given I'm like 17 at the time. Yeah. And now it's become abundantly clear. Like once you do start, just like putting yourself out there that you actually usually receive a lot more than you give. Yeah. Um, and like just that like simple like phrase of just say yes has been like so influential, um, at least for me. So, yeah, that's good. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, no problem. Now I'm going to comb through these quick and see if questions. Um. My favorite teen album? Oh, my gosh. Um, okay, the band MXPX probably has a special place in my heart. My aunt, every year for Christmas, would give me a subscription to Disney Adventures magazine and a package of Uno cards every year. And so I remember returning the Uno cards, and I had money left over, and I bought... Uh, MXPX, their first album, Poconaccia. And I put that in, I'm like, that changed my life. <laughs> like, I had never heard music like that before, and I just added it, grabbed it on a whim. And that sent me down a path of different music, so. Ooh, I said this last time on the show, but um, integrity is what you do when no one is watching. That has stuck with me forever. Good question. Okay, well, I want to thank everybody for coming tonight. Uh, I want to thank my dad for recording. I want to thank Kelly and Alex for putting on the Connect events and Mercy Vineyard for allowing us to be here tonight and everybody that came and answered questions. This is really fun. I had a good time. So uh, thank you. Until next time when Hildo spills the beans.